All right, so uh, April 3rd, 1996, uh, we get Primal Fear, which, um, I don't know, Hyro, is this uh, more popular now, less? Like, I don't remember this being like a huge box office sensation. I'll, uh, Jared, maybe you can correct me on that as far as its numbers. But this felt like one of those things that people discovered on video. Ooh, uh, absolutely not. Oh, you were there, huh? Opening I was there. Weekend. Uh, what's his nuts was nominated for uh, Academy Award, wasn't he? There's our expert. What's his nuts? Oh, what's his nuts? On <laughs> <laughs> my first day of law school, my professor says, "From this day forward, your mother says she loves you." Get a second opinion. In the game called Fame, you are a master at putting the victim on trial. A victim in this case is my client. In the business called Justice, first thing I ask a new client is, "So you've been saving up for a rainy day?" Guess what? It's raining. The victim in this case is not only the Archbishop, it's also the people of Chicago. Excuse me. Law, this is a Martin Vale. You got the news on by any chance? I think everyone's gonna want this one. There's one lawyer they love to hate. Sell the book rights yet, or you gonna wait a while? Now tell me, counselor, which one of us is the true headline chaser here? Unlike you, I was assigned to this case. You know who I am? No, sir, I don't. Don't you read the papers? Richard Gere. I speak, you do not speak. Your job is just to sit there and look innocent. Well, I am innocent. That's it. That's exactly how I want you to look. Can you remember that? Look in the mirror if you have to. Even when the headline is murder. There was someone else in that room. It was the third person? <laughs> That's the worst story I've ever heard in my entire life. Now it's our story. He's the one. You want to go one-on-one -on -one with me? I don't lose. What's the matter, Marty? Been a while since you rubbed up against a woman with a brain? Who's the real story? Come on, ask it. What about the truth? The illusion of truth. But he did kill him, right? No, he didn't. Don't tell me you think he didn't do it. So how are you going to get him off? I don't know. What do you think he's up to? I honestly don't know. I saw the tape. I know what he did to you. Oh. Do you know what I would do if someone did that to me? I would stab him 78 times. It's a mistake to stick your thumb in the eyes of the most powerful people in the city. You're worse than the thugs you represent. Objection, Your Honor. Next thing you know, he'll be objecting if we want to bring in the murder weapon. Well, now the chief brings it up. You're on dangerous ground here. You. If you print any of this, I'll see your ass. Primal Fear. This is a cover story, right? Yeah. Yes. You know, it, but, in but in hindsight, you know, it part, it largely in part uh, because of these podcasts that I am uh, tethered to with you, Michael. Um, I've Only noticed one because you canceled the other one. That one can nev never be canceled. Um, uh, can I uh, have an aside here? Because as I was waiting to record tonight, I just looked at numbers. I try not to look at numbers right before I record because it makes me usually want to just cancel doing it entirely because they're so bad. Okay. Uh, in our absence uh, of all of my podcasts on Spotify, Marcus Played is the most listened to podcast on Spotify, just Spotify alone, just with those metrics. I don't understand it. We've not produced anything in six months, uh, but the back catalog is doing quite well. For those um i'll actually get the numbers for you but uh that's to say that we succeed when we don't produce i and like it produce content uh they don't listen so welcome to sober cinema we've got a couple things in the in the in the in the hopper waiting to be edited um <laughs> <laughs> yes oh. Oh, he's, he's, he's just really 
working over the details of that edit, which just means that it's sitting on Hyro's hard drive untouched. Uh, as I was saying about Edward uh, Norton here. Uh, Try to pay you a compliment, and then it ends up in an insult on how you're lazy and not producing material. Yeah, I see that. In hindsight. Uh, Please refer to him by his Christian name of Watson. <laughs> so who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, keep the continuity straight. What's his nuts really has a crutch? Like of playing, uh, I don't know what you would call them. Are they on Twitchy. The s- yes. He likes what very would, showy characters. Mentally ill. The Marlon Brando thing with uh, Robert De Niro, the, the, the heist. Yes. That's right. Then there was, uh, have you seen Motherless Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. Brooklyn? Okay. Yep. Same thing. Yep. He yeah. loves it. Even Turdman, he behaves in this weird manner. Like he's he's hyper aggressive. He's, he, there's something the wrong masculine. with him. But yes, it's that's uh, there's a lot of nervous energy excess. Uh, he honestly comes across more like a stage actor in that regard. Like he likes sort of big, <laughs> big bold moves. I guess that if you're yeah. seeing the back row. But uh, I think I think it was Webb on uh, Trilogy in Theory who's not an Edward Norton fan at all, and it's for that very reason that uh, it's a little too broad. Um, so wait, are you saying this is aged? poorly because it's we've seen this kind of role from him like i guess his more popular roles are very similar to this i think the movie ages well in the construct of the movie itself i think the movie ages poorly in the the accolades that this dude got you know what i mean his breakout yeah yeah like okay edward norton to me in hindsight isn't the star of this movie the star of this movie is the movie itself and the construction of it i think it just it's it's a fun like whodunit sort of you know, it wouldn't get made anymore. This would just be a TV. Oh, absolutely series. not. Absolutely not. This would be, yeah, exactly. Like, no, actually, it'd be like a mini series on, uh, not stars, but like Lifetime or something. That's yeah, like a Lifetime. Do we have to go that far? Well, I I have a disdain for the American viewers, but there's that. The, I was about to make fun of you for saying the star of this movie is the movie from the great auteur Gregory Hoblet, who I have never heard of. And you look at his known for, uh, he worked on NYPD Blue and Hill Street Blues. So, yeah, very TV procedural. Uh, but it has Richard Gere, which you would not get. You would instead get uh, bald, fat Dennis uh, Franz. What was his name that uh, showed his ass in the early 90s and people lost their minds? <laughs> I love that network television, we finally get butt cheeks, and that's the guy that we get butt cheeks from. David Caruso? <laughs> no, he left. He the, the the guy that stayed with the show. For Jimmy Smith. Jesus Christ. The fat one. <laughs> <laughs> the unattractive one. Dennis Farina. <laughs> you think I'd make fun of Jimmy Smith for showing his ass? I'd be like, oh, how disgusting. We've that's, got like three I'll Latinos. That, I'll leave please. that for Jared to bring in <laughs> the racism eventually. <laughs> I Here's your cue, Jared. It's time for race talk. Oh, a little race relations. Mm-hmm. What do you want to talk about? Yeah, what do you want to talk about in regards to primal fear? Because I, I think that mostly it's choir uh, boys. An, it's anti-church more than it's a uh, race, right? Yeah, it's pretty on brand for uh, <laughs> nothing new in the realm of Catholic priests <laughs> and what they do in their off time. I mean, uh, I think they're are they of age here? At least there's that. Yeah, they're of age. I mean, they're not underaged. Uh, I guess it makes it a small. And they bring a chick into it. So, you know. 
A good-looking chick? Pretty pretty straight-laced. Uh, just, uh, yeah. Pretty yeah, just, a, a little, just a normal uh, guy. Get the, <laughs> get the older... Spit roaster for God! <laughs> he just, that priest reminded me of Jared so much. <laughs> I'm just sitting there... Take her from behind! the shots. Yeah, because I don't even need to play clips. Take her in your mouth! Jared can just uh, do his normal shit, and I don't even have to go to YouTube. <laughs> You can't put away from this shit. It's what I do on the weekends. I feel like I'm, I'm cast as the John Mahoney <laughs> Fraser's dad role. How do I protect the pervert? <laughs> Jared has the one tape he keeps recording over and over. <laughs> His hard drive. Just wiping it out. No, I don't actually keep porn on my computer anymore. We had a one of mine and Mike's uh, many arguments over the years. That was years. a life lesson. Why in the, why in the hell do you have actual porn on your computer? I'll desktop. I'll take a desktop. That was the what? problem I had with it. Not on the hard, not on the hard drive itself, but it was just two clicks. Easy access. <laughs> wow. When Jared needs it. I have nothing to he hide. He needs it <laughs> as quickly as possible. It actually has me concerned about your VR setup on how... What about it? It just seems... It's all streaming. It just seems like the setup process is a little bit longer than that double clack double uh click clack of the mouse maybe he's got like motion sensors or something in the house where he like just walks in and abba starts playing and you know things are there's like on? some sort of closet setup where he just yeah. walks into the headset yeah gloves i take offense at being talked about like i'm <laughs> like not a holodeck here, youtube chodes it's a holodeck <laughs> i mean we're uh we're basically trying your your case of uh pervy time just like the priest here we're saying yeah maybe he did it this way maybe that maybe it's nobody's business there's there's something i gotta fasten to my head and uh slip over my eyes and then i'm into the fantasy land of silicone and is it really that good of a technology it's better than (laughs) better than staring at my phone (laughs) <laughs> in one hand and jerking in the other. It's all wobbling and shit. Or it's the dreaded the uh, the screen goes black and then you just see the reflection of your face. <laughs> I mean that's a that's a pretty uh, that's the worst universal. That's a universal. <laughs> Accidentally hit the power button. <laughs> see see yourself in the. <laughs> that's the I guess worst. This was, I guess this would be the time. Because this is a movie podcast, even though if you listen to the last six hours of material we produced, it's been asking questions about his VR headset, which I feel like is only poorly reflecting on me and Hyro, that we're like hyper curious about it. Like we don't, we don't want to spend the money or have the it. The two married so, guys. <laughs> How no, does this what, work? You keep asking about it, so I have to imagine that there's some sort of interest in some tucked yeah, away part of your cutting brain. that out. Play a clip or something. We're moving on. The question I have for you, Hyro, is... Okay. Uh, you were dismissive of the two most critically acclaimed films we've had on this podcast, and Primal Fear is not. It's a it's a genre fair. I, I think it was. Is it like mid seventies, Jared? I felt like when I looked it up critically, it was it was solid, but it's not one of the top films of the year. Oh, uh, Tomato yeah. Meter, it's like seventy six, yeah. <clears throat> but in the and uh, in, in particularly the infamous Fargo episode, where I'm like, I don't even know what we talked about here. <laughs> The one through line is that the quicker Hyro wants to talk about something else means he really did not enjoy the movie. But I assume that you enjoy Primal Fear. So the fact that we took a detour into, uh, you know, asking questions about Jared's Saturday nights, um, 
it leads me to believe that you uh, you didn't like it on rewatch, just not that engaged with it. In all honesty, I've probably seen this movie twenty five times. This is one of those movies that I kind of come back to for hmm. some reason. I I I just I'm a I'm a you know uh, I like the lawyer sort of aspect of it. I always come back to these kind of movies. I don't know what it is. It's very procedural. I mean, yeah, I like all that so stuff. The deal making aspect of it. Like yeah, that. I like that. I like you know what I like. Uh, Richard Gere takes takes all the lawyers a task. He's the big hero. He gets the like, the victory. You know, uh, all that stuff. When he's in the lawyer in the judge's quarters, he's trying to round third. He's like, look, victory. Why don't we just turn around a dance? He's like grinding in the butt. He's just like, oh yeah, let's do this. I uh, feel like he's a fucking That's egomaniac. He's awesome. Because um, <laughs> awesome. unlike, unlike Martin Lawrence, I'm thinking <clears throat> you really you have to go back to Laura Linney. Like they've got this prior relationship, uh, and then they are you know enemies in the courtroom, and he's got nothing else going on. It's like he's got to have that too. He basically can't lose at anything, which I guess makes the ending very satisfying. That he's been bamboozled and tricked by what he sees mm, to be as a yes. deranged hillbilly. Um, from Kentucky. From Kentucky. Well, I guess presumably. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't know how much of that. Uh, yeah. How, how much uh-huh. any of it is true? Uh, this kid. He says you don't see a doctor in Creekside unless your leg is broke. That also sounds like someone <laughs> playing a part. Of mm-hmm. like, well, that must be Kentucky. I'm sure that's on an episode of Justified or something. I did read a factoid that uh, Edward Norton told them he actually was from Kentucky. And that that was how he actually talked. So they were like, oh, just get a fucking deranged nutter from Kentucky and he'll do it. Like, he doesn't even have to act anymore. And then they were amazed that this fucking trained actor could put on an accent, which really like, kind of brings into question the casting process for all these movies. When you wonder, how did that person get the part? If you just come and say, I'm from Kentucky, they're like, well, hell, he can do it. Jesus, give it to him. And <laughs> the recent climate is specifically points out to how easy it is for men to get <laughs> parts opposed just, to women. Obviously, this is not how it goes, but Edward Norton just puts on his application, like, you know, address, Kentucky. And they're like, there it is. <laughs> that guy's got it. Not saying he's not good. Doesn't have to show up at Brett Ratner's house at 2 in the morning. <laughs> There's a sequence where he, he finally reveals, uh, I guess, his true self uh but it's you know his other personality to richard gear i don't know yet again if it's like a hideous thing i don't know what it is it's edward norton he certainly can look intimidating <clears throat> there's also a fucking limit and when he like puts the fear of god into richard gear starts threatening him isn't there a part of you that just wishes like richard gear is like oh it's go time huh like <laughs> just start beating the shit out of edward norton <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what you really need out of your defense attorney is <laughs> good sparring partner. So tough oh, it's go time, bitch! <laughs> he throws his shoes off and goes full MMA. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, the whole time, he, he when when he first meets Edward Norton, he just jumps into the room and he's like, you don't talk to anybody. He's so forceful with him. And then, you know, this dude starts talking in a country accent and get, talks to him a little hard and suddenly he's scared. What's going on, you know? I guess he called this bluff. Is a, uh, it's not ripping off because they're very different movies, but it is interesting that you know <clears throat> the usual suspects is what comes to mind as yep. far as having that last scene reveal of like you know this this person has been lying to uh, I guess the you know the main character here, but uh, the lead investigator and the usual suspects, and then they're they're 
they're totally different than what they present themselves to be. Uh, I tend to like this one more, um, just in the the sense that the videos there's, there's more, he's more likable than <laughs> was it Chaz Palminteri? Is he the? I think that's the the, the yeah. investigator. Yes, suspects. Yeah. Um, but both of them do kind of make the assumption of like I'm dealing with a fucking idiot and I'm going to tell him how it is. And now it makes more sense with Richard Gear because he's he is trying to get him off the hook for murder. So it's it's to Edward Norton's character's benefit. Like, hey, you can talk down to me, or whatever. As long as you're going to get me off, that's fine. But in the usual suspects, I, I don't know what was going on in the '90s, where it's like a, some sort of revenge of the nerds thing, where these like little scrawny dudes who are like not like they're overlooked by the more hyper masculine guy in the room. It's like, you just wait, you just wait to that two hour marker and the little dork. It's going to show them how smart they were. <laughs> AKA Twitter. Well, at darn that Dave. If you <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Here's my problem. I feel like I've aged out of the ending of Primal Fear. Cause I thought it was really cool. I saw this one as a teenager on video. It's bad. I thought, it doesn't hmm? play. It doesn't play well. It just, it, it doesn't uh, land. Anymore. As an old man, I don't give a fuck. That's yeah. my thing. Is it would be hard for me as Richard Gere, where it's like I'm rich and I've just won again. Uh, I guess I'm gonna go home and bang Laura Lenny because uh, you know Hiros made mention that he just <laughs> as soon as he wins a case, the grinding begins or the grinding's happening like mid argument, mid case. Yeah, proposition. That boner's gone. Uh, that, I, I that, think that, it, that judge's quarters is a party. I mean, how many times does she bring out liquor? The judge. I do like the the judge here. Yeah, just as, uh, every time she goes, let's we got a recess in my quarters. Somebody give me the the bullet whiskey. Somebody she, bring it out. Now Hennessy. She seems like someone who uh, is bored by the proceedings. Yeah, uh, which is interesting because the the case should be fascinating, right? You you imagine it's on the front of the papers, and it's got sex, it's got the church, uh, it's got Catholic priest Jared Dotson directing his own movies in his spare time, mm. all that, and it's like she, I think she even has a line like she's like, I just want to go, I'm gonna go home and like sit on the couch, like you know, read a book, like I don't give a shit about all the stuff's happening. It's just a job to me. I like her attitude more than uh, Richard Gere. Well, you won again, yeah. He, kind of pulled a fast one on you but that's how he presents himself anyway like everybody else is acting you know jaded like they i mean i imagine you would be he, he says that line about how would you like to gamble with people's lives for a living or whatever that's essentially what they do every day so eventually you're going to get kind of uh numb to murders and uh, rapes and such uh you... but do you like the arc jared where he's like i actually believe this kid i believe in him and everyone else is <laughs> that works with him is like ah, come on dude yeah he did it like cairo i really really enjoyed how like boom procedural we go from here we go from here we go for here there's no yeah. fluff like I, I that's why i gave it such a high rating but at the end i figured richard gear uh, well, I was hoping Richard Gere would be like, you know, if he's a defense attorney, he'd be like, oh, that's awesome, dude. You're a good actor. Oh, it's cool. Whatever. <laughs> I won. You won. <laughs> Way, to <murder> <laughs> Way to murder people, guy. <laughs> You're good at it. <laughs> and now here's the bill. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's... But, uh... I, you know what I really liked? I liked the whole subplot of the church and the subdevelopments and, uh, you know, uh, Stephen Bauer. I, I, I've always been a big fan of Stephen Bauer. I like all that stuff. I love when what's in front of you isn't the real story it's that sub side project that's going on that's that's the the deeper thing i i i liked all of that you know that's to me that's like the the fun part of it you know i said uh, early on that i didn't know if this was 
uh, a hit initially. I think it was wrong because I'm looking at the stats. This was number one at the box office for three weekends straight. Would uh, that would not, not surprise? Three straight like weekends of that. Six, not surprised. Box office or something. I think. Yeah, definitely not surprised that Mike's wrong. Knock, <laughs> knocked off. Hey, quiet you. Knocked off. Uh, can you guess? And you know, I'm gonna play the whole true bromance game. What was okay. the uh, movie that knocked it off in ninety six? Ninety six. Uh, your co-host Barry would, you know, say Rear Window or something. He yeah, he's totally a moron. <laughs> so 96, where was I? 96. I'm going to go with uh, Romeo and Juliet. No, I believe that came out in the fall. I think it was September, October. Ah. You won't get this one. I did not really remember this. Uh, it just, I'll give you the actor, Jean-Claude Van Damme. In his directing debut is what vanquished Primal figure in this. Oh my kid. lord, Jesus! Lionheart, I don't know. The Quest. Either one of you seen the Never Quest? Seen no. Nope, I have not as well. I'm a big um, fan of time. I'm Kyle. noticing. <clears throat> I'm looking back over the list, and uh, we have not often uh, covered whatever was financially successful on our <laughs> look back on Ooh, 1996. What sense would that make? <laughs> Uh, we skipped Mr. Holland's Opus. We skipped Black Sheep. We made sure to get Broken Arrow, which I have to tell you, gentlemen, is our number one episode in the year 1996. And boy, does that, I don't know what audience that gets us. It is by far the most homophobic thing I've ever been a part of. And it has gone over very well. <laughs> Podcast listeners. Rumble in the Bronx, no. Up Close and Personal, yes. The Birdcage, which was number one for four weeks. Uh, as previously mentioned on our Broken Arrow episode, I kept us as far away as possible from that. And now, probably. We should have done it. We should have done Birdcage, yeah. I've never seen it, so I've heard good things. I, d- I really don't trust this one's a first time watch, in particular with the subject matter. I just don't. I for should, me? because because I've been on to you so much for going back to the old favorites. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised. Birdcage, you have something against uh, Nathan Lane, Robin Williams? What's. I don't I, maybe I, you know I don't know I, maybe I, did, just, I didn't lead with uh, do you have something else against a certain type of people <laughs> that makes it obvious why you've not seen the bird well cage? if you were asking Jared I'm sure that would have been a, a, the optimal Jared, question have you seen the bird cage I haven't <clears throat> I know Jared. that you have uh, <laughs> made fun of a, I was a uh, layup I was like Jared's like he's gonna say yes and then we'll we'll pin Hiro and the narrative as the homophobe and then Jared absolutely not I've seen enough <laughs> of it from our friend Josh <laughs> who's happily married we believe with many children straight as an arrow that Josh <laughs> are they like uh, little different colors or something like that like kids He's called our friend Josh Birdcage more times than I can count. He's not gay. <laughs> we know. You sure? Who knows where my insults come from? You know, it's just. <laughs> it's all about context. Um, we will not be talking about the quest next week. Do either one of you remember where we're going with this? And as much as that, the title of this film. We take the word out of uh, primal fear, and then we're going to fear. There we go, Hiro. Um, I'm excited about this one, Mark. Only because you a high school. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, back to the high school girls. That's what we're into now. Stinky fingers. You say stinky fingers. (laughs) 
<laughs> Even for me, that's... <laughs> I'll just go ahead and put it out there. We had a conversation off mic today. We're not going to be talking about The Craft, which I'm looking as the number one film for the <laughs> opening weekend of May, uh, because as Hiro just alluded to, we could not, uh, we can't help ourselves. I'm not doing anything with four teenage girls discovering powers within themselves. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> why can't be trusted not? <laughs> so, so about the way you just said why was so earnest. <laughs> <laughs> the scotch on the rocks please any scotch will do as long as it's not a blend of course uh single malt blend olivet blend fitting perhaps maybe a blend gown any blend i'm thirsty I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. But 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 Red Jared could just go on like rants for three episodes in a row about Jesus Christ. It, it color did. jokes. I wondered about Broken Arrow. I'm like, God damn it! I was like, that is like. <laughs> Parts that are worse. And I was like, that thing is fucking going nuts. Like it's like the only thing that's ripped. <laughs> and it's like, I'm sure it's not people being like, well, there's totally representative gay jokes on this. <laughs> I can only assume there's people like, oh, cool, a podcast on Broken Arrow. I like that movie. And then it's us talking about fucking Howie Long and John Travolta fucking in the desert. And why are there women here? It should just be gay dudes and the gay missile like death, death by dildo. Yeah, that's the one that connects. Mm-hmm. That's the you know, better yes. roses. I can I can assure you, only Hiro and myself downloaded that. No one, which is fair because you can't even find the movie. But man, why did it have to be Broken Arrow? Is the one that it just... goes back to uh, name uh, recognize ability for the movies. That's all they tally yeah. long. You know what? It can't get worse. I, I mean, they're getting a good sense of what the show is. So if they want to stick around. That's that's what they're getting. It's it's fine. all jokes. We aren't actually hateful. Uh, let's talk about high school girls. Sweet. All right, I'm stopping my recording. So in five more minutes after Jared is. Stopped. <laughs>